What's the point in this? And what does this have to do with that? What's my purpose, Lord? Is that you speaking? Are these questions you find yourself asking often? Yeah, me too. Today, I want to take you through a journey. And by the end of this episode, my prayer is that you're able to confidently take a step toward your own purpose with boldness and power, understanding a little bit more of not just who God is, but who he is in your life and who you are in his plans. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, before I jump into this episode, I want to share with you my free masterclass coming up. In this one-hour class, I will share with you the three mistakes we as believers often make when it comes to growing in our relationship with God. And obviously, I'm going to share what has worked for me and how to get out of that cycle. I'll also teach you the exact framework that I've used for myself and so many other women to experience God in a fresh way. And you know I can't leave you without some strategies you can implement right away to create that consistency and discipline that you keep saying are the biggest struggles that you face. Head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or just check the link in the show notes to register free right now. Okay, I feel like this is one of those topics and conversations that can go so many directions. But I really just want to fill y'all in on what I've been learning and growing through. And well, talking about purpose is just always an open-ended discussion, right? I mean, there's no shortage of times we as believers seek our purpose, want to know from the Lord what the purpose, not just for our lives is, but for this one situation, for this hardship, for this struggle, for this relationship, for this job, for this city. What is the purpose? But the more I've been thinking about this, And as I've been reading through the book of Exodus in the Bible, what I've really been in awe about and learning in a way to apply to my own life is the purpose in the process and, to make things even more inside out, the process of the purpose. I know I just said both of those things and you may think they contradict themselves, but stick with me, I'm going somewhere here. So, the purpose of the process and the process of the purpose, let's go. Whenever we speak about purpose, I often find that we question, we wonder, we want a clear and concise answer that our minds can understand. But the truth we often forget to take into consideration is that God is God. He's not limited by anything. He's not limited by time. He's not limited by location. He's not limited by people we have in our circles. And most of all, he's not limited by our finite minds. We often quote Ephesians 3.20, right? Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. That's the New Living Translation, but let me give it to you in the New King James Version for those of you who have been in church a long time and have this verse ingrained in your mind in this way. It says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. Think about that for a second. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Infinitely more than we might ask or think. Why? How? He's God. He is not limited by the mind we have and the thoughts we are able to think. He goes infinitely, abundantly above that. 
So when it comes to purpose, I just want you to start with the mindset that whatever you're thinking, God's plan is beyond those thoughts. So when you then expand your thoughts a bit further, nope, God is above those thoughts too. If you can think it, if you can imagine it, he's beyond that. Like I said, I've been deep in the book of Exodus lately. I never imagined, get it, not only enjoying this book, but learning so much to apply to my own life today in this season, right where I'm at. I've been getting so, so much out of my time with God in Exodus this time. It's so crazy. By the way, let me throw in a little side note that goes along with that point right there. There's a reason why I choose to say spending time with God in his word rather than reading the Bible. I guess technically you could argue they mean the same thing, but to me they don't, and here's why. My relationship with God is a real relationship, and that right there is the first step in my Bible time. And because I treat my relationship with Him as real, every intentional moment and unintentional moment, if I'm honest, I spend with Him is unique. Think about this. Your friends, maybe your significant other. I would bet you often go to the same restaurant. And I would even bet that when you go to that same restaurant, you order the same thing off the menu over and over and over, month after month, year after year. So how come it's not boring? How are you able to stick together? I'll tell you how, because the focus is actually on the relationship. That moment, that conversation, that touch, it's special. And I want to encourage you to look at your relationship with God in a similar way. Sure, you may have read that verse, that chapter, that story, that book before, but you've never had that exact moment with God before. This is a new date. This is a new opportunity. This is a new conversation. And let me tell you, this understanding changes everything. I'm not just reading the book of Exodus right now. I'm spending time with God, and he's speaking back to me through the lives of Moses and Aaron right here in 2022. So let's get going on this. I'm going to break this episode down into three parts to hopefully help you understand. First, a little background in case you're not familiar. In Exodus chapter 3, God appears to Moses in a burning bush and gives him specific instructions. God is specific. That's something I have learned over and over again. God is specific. God instructs Moses that he will go to Pharaoh, well, the current Pharaoh. This is actually something reading through this time that got clear for me and a simple understanding that has just really helped me. Pharaoh is just the name for the Egyptian ruler, similarly to saying like the president. The Egyptians say Pharaoh. But throughout the Bible, every time Pharaoh is mentioned, it's not necessarily the same person because as time went on, the Pharaoh changed. So there's that tidbit of education in case you missed it in your own understanding. But let's jump right into this chat all about the process and the purpose. So step one, recognize God giving the purpose. Before Moses even takes a step into Egypt, he gets clear instruction from the Lord. Oh my goodness, and can we just pause here for a minute? Like the instruction came from a talking, burning bush. What? (laughs) Remember how I just said God's not limited? Yeah, well, he will use whatever he needs to in order to get your attention. And then if you listen, and if you know his voice, you will hear his instruction. And I love the way this happened, not necessarily for Moses, but so that I can read this history and understand the Lord better now. See, that's such a positive reinforcement and reason for spending time with God in his word. He's the same God. So how God strategized then and how God was then, he is the same God now. I can build confidence and even sometimes find assurance in recognizing how God moved in the past. Again, if you haven't heard me say this before, one of my favorite things about reading the Old Testament is the truth about Jesus. The people in the Old Testament didn't have Jesus. They had priests. They had a select few who heard from God. 
There was even a chosen people. Now, because of God's love, because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I, me, I'm able to have a relationship directly with God. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, you are able to have a relationship directly with God. Never forget that. Okay, I know you may be wanting to ask, but how did Moses know it was the Lord? Like, how do I know if it's the Lord speaking or if it's just someone else? Remember what I just said. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, you are able to have a relationship with God. Now, in order to know his voice more, it just makes sense that you will know his voice the more you spend time with him. Look, you can call it maternal instinct or mother's intuition all you want, but in a crowded room or in a store, when a child calls out mom, not everyone who's a mom turns around. The mother knows her child's voice. In a crowded gym at a basketball game, I knew my dad's voice in the crowd. Not because he was the loudest, but because of my relationship with him. And don't even get me started on my mom's whistle that could call my brother and I in from playing at our friend's house nearly three blocks away. I know this is tough for a lot of believers because we cannot tangibly touch God, and for most of us, we never hear an audible voice from him. But I can truthfully tell you from my own experience, since I began spending time with him in his word every day, oh my goodness, I know I hear him clearly. Because I know how he speaks. I know how he has spoken for years and years and generations and generations. Do I still question sometimes? Absolutely I do. But the game changer is that he strategically left the Holy Spirit to come alongside us. And in moments of unclarity, okay, I don't know if that's a word, but as I was writing it, the computer did not underline it in red, and it's exactly what I'm trying to say, so I'm sticking with it. So in moments of unclarity, I just keep asking for the Holy Spirit to help me see, help me hear, help me understand. God doesn't want us confused. He doesn't want us wondering if he's with us. He wants us to trust in him, in his word, in his power. And I believe that when we take action on what we believe he has instructed us to do, our answer will come very quickly either way. Okay, that went a little different direction, but I believe that was important to share. And an entire episode about hearing the Lord has been added to the list of episodes to drop, so keep a lookout for that. So let's go back to this. The Lord is speaking to Moses and gives detailed instruction for Moses to go and share not only with Pharaoh to command him to let the people go, but to share with the elders of the Israelites who are in captivity. The Lord told Moses to tell them that he has heard their cry and he has come to rescue them. Exodus chapter 3 tells the story of what I'm talking about. And just in case you think the Bible doesn't relate to you today, Moses pleads, Moses protests, Moses comes up with excuses as to why he cannot do this, why he's not qualified, why the Lord should pick someone else. Sound familiar at all? Yet God does not go back on his plan to use Moses. God hears Moses' objections and provides solutions, but quitting is not an option. So finally, Moses agrees. Have you been there? Oh, I know I have. I can definitely look back at decisions and at seasons in my life where I finally agreed to what was so clear to me that the Lord was instructing me to do. End that relationship. Apply for the promotion. Speak up. Move to that city. Start a book club. Ask for a raise. Mentor Christian women. You know, (laughs) is it time to finally agree? Moses recognized it was the Lord giving him the instruction and the purpose. And all that pleading and protesting actually had nothing to do with Moses wondering if it was the Lord or not. He recognized and was fully confident that it was the Lord who was speaking. Okay, let me get you right on to step number two. Repeat the purpose. This piece right here, I've never noticed in the Bible. And I know that the Lord was showing it to me clearly right now because of the season that I'm in. 
I feel like when we talk about Moses and Pharaoh, we we get that deep voice and say with an echoing sound, let my people go. I'm with you until now. Because here's what I found out in the past couple of weeks. There's an action that gets you to the purpose, but you can't forget the purpose. You have to repeat the purpose. Check this out. Exodus 3 verse 18. This is the Lord speaking to Moses. Yes, from the burning bush, giving the instruction of what Moses should say to Pharaoh. So please let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. Did you catch that? Please let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. This is not just about releasing the Israelites from their current state of captivity and slavery in Egypt. There's a purpose. Oh, I want to list all of these for you, but I'll just do a couple. Exodus chapter 5, verse 3. Now Moses and his brother Aaron are approaching Pharaoh for the first time. So let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness so we can offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. If you know the story, the Lord hardens Pharaoh's heart, makes him stubborn, and over and over and over again, Pharaoh says no. But that's not my point right here. Chapter 7, verse 16. Let my people go so they can worship me in the wilderness. Chapter 8, verse 1. Let my people go so they can worship me. Chapter 8, verse 8. Now this is Pharaoh speaking. I will let your people go so they can offer sacrifices to the Lord. Now, obviously, he goes back on his word. But Pharaoh, the enemy... Even he is speaking the actual purpose. Even he knows this is not just about the Lord rescuing his people. There's a bigger purpose and it keeps being repeated and repeated and repeated. Chapter 8 verse 20, let my people go so they can worship me. Chapter 9 verse 1, let my people go so they can worship me. Chapter 9 verse 13, let my people go so they can worship me. Chapter 10 verse 3, let my people go so they can worship me. Chapter 10 verse 24, finally Pharaoh called for Moses, go and worship the Lord, he said. Again, Pharaoh went back on his word and had stipulations. But do you see what happened here? I promise you, I never noticed this before. Moses doesn't go to Pharaoh to simply say, let my people go. But he repeats it every time exactly as the Lord spoke it to him with the purpose. Look, I'm not a Christian mentor and life coach to teach women about God. No, I am mentoring and coaching women so that they can develop and grow their own relationship with God. Hear him, serve him, recognize him and experience his goodness in their lives. And after reading through these chapters of Exodus, I now go into every call with a client repeating the purpose. I am coaching and mentoring, insert client's name here, so that she can grow in her relationship with you and experience you for herself in her everyday life. I'm challenging you right here to repeat the purpose. Repeat it so much so that even when someone who doesn't agree or understand comes in contact with you, they repeat it too. God's plan is never just about the action. It's about the purpose. Okay, so recognize the Lord's voice. This is like before you take action. Then repeat the purpose while you're taking action. And now, step three, reflect on all that he has done. This is where things get fun. Because although God is so specific, I can say from my own experience, his plans are vast and the ripple effect is no joke. Check out all that happened in the process of the purpose. While Moses was going through the process to fulfill this purpose and free the children of Israel so that they could worship the Lord in the wilderness, um, God's relationship with Moses grew exponentially. The people of Israel grew in their faith in the Lord. The Egyptians, the enemy, 
even knew and recognized he was God. Moses and Aaron were reunited as brothers. Moses' own confidence in himself. Okay, y'all, this one right here. So often we talk about Moses. We mention the fact that one of his main excuses was that he couldn't speak well enough for God to use him for this purpose. But as I kept reading, all of a sudden I was reading, Moses said to Pharaoh, like more than once. I really had to stop and go back and find out when did this start happening? This insecurity that Moses had about his own speech not being good enough, about it disqualifying him, um, now he himself is speaking directly to Pharaoh. Do you see how incredible that is? By saying yes to God, by moving forward, by repeating the purpose over and over and over, Moses' own relationship with God grew and that made his confidence in himself grow. Imagine what could happen for you and that insecurity that you think is holding you back. I'm telling y'all, reading through Exodus this time for me has been absolute fire. (laughs) Another burning bush joke. No? (laughs) Okay, what else? Um, Pharaoh's officials finally stood up against him. God proved that he's greater than the magicians in Egypt. And God proved that he controls nature. I mean, look at that. Yes, the instruction to Moses was to tell Pharaoh to let the people of Israel go so they could worship the Lord in the wilderness. But God's ripple effect was so far beyond that. God told Moses to do one thing, and then he gave the instruction to do that same thing again, then that same thing again, then that same thing again, and God worked in between on everything else. Y'all, I just cannot let this go. There was a process to get to the purpose, but there was purpose in the process. I've shared before how the past eight months I have been journaling in my Bible time with the Lord consistently, and oh my goodness, it's been so incredible, to the point that I'm preparing to share all the goods with you too, so keep connected with me for what's to come with that. But as I've been journaling in my time with the Lord through Exodus, the day I was going through this and writing this list with all these things that happened, all the like bonus purposes that were fulfilled in the process of the big purpose, this is what came to me, and I really believe it was straight from the Holy Spirit. I wrote this, the more I speak with God, the more I will recognize every step as confirmation of his plan rather than inconvenience of my plan. (laughs) I'm going to say that one more time. The more I speak with God, the more I will recognize every step as confirmation of his plan rather than inconvenience of my plan. Look, there will be many trials and struggles along the way. Moses faced them too. But from the start, Moses recognized that it was the Lord instructing him. While walking it out, Moses repeated the purpose over and over. He never spoke a piece of the instruction, but he spoke the purpose. And finally, coming out on the other side, I have to believe Moses was able to reflect and see all that God had done beyond what he thought the original intent was. Be encouraged. Receive. Repeat. Reflect. There is a process to your purpose, but don't forget, there's also purpose in that process. So keep going. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.